1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the W12 podcast. As ever quickly, thank you for tuning in and um, giving us a listen. Um, Numbers continue to grow each week and um, yeah, it's good to see. And we've got a few guests coming up in the next few weeks, so look out for that. But just, you know, while we're at the start, just thank everyone for listening. Um, Before we chat through a home win, some smiley faces as I look around on my screen. Um, Just a quick intro. Um, Duncan, as ever, mate, you okay?
2: I am brilliant, mate. I feel like Christmas has come early after last night. <laughs>
3: oh, my God. Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Mate, since since Gareth Hainsworth's me. gone, mate, I don't. you must be a different man around the around the house, mate, because every time I see you, you've got a smile on your face. <laughs> Chris, what do you reckon? Do you, you notice it as well?
4: He is unbelievably happy and positive. <laughs> I didn't think this guy existed.
2: Listen, Ainsworth can stick to his being a musician. We've got Marty in charge now. That's all
4: I care about. Oh
1: God, Um, Chris, sorry, mate. Yeah, welcome, welcome back again, UK bud.
4: Yeah, no, very, uh, very happy after yesterday. That's for sure.
1: I bet, I bet, and you
4: you missed it. I did. (laughs) I was on, uh, was on daddy duty. My wife had something booked in for a long time. uh, I got told month ago that the mother-in-law was around she could come and uh she could come and look after Ava put her to bed so I was like sweet we'll both be able to do what do what we want Debbie can go to a live live podcast recording thing I can go and watch QPR and then a week or so ago it was like oh no mother-in-law forgot she's down in Devon this week I was like cool <laughs> so from that point it kind of felt inevitable but I didn't want to tell anybody that because I fear I feared I would jinx it but um, sometimes you've got to do, got to do what you don't want to do so your team wins. You've done it for the greater good.
1: <laughs> Life story there, mate. But <laughs> it's a cut if you missed it. <laughs> um, talking about smiley faces, here he is. Look, Bradley is back on the pod. He's like a celebrity these days. Um, he went to the game, which none of us um, did. We're we're all hoping to get that home game when it changed, and we've all been. I've been to the
3: last few. doug has been to the last few. Hello, Bradley. How oh, are you? Good to be back on. Good to see three goals at the loft. Who would have thought I'd be saying that, eh? <laughs> but, yeah, I'm a bit like um, a home performance. Not been non-existent, but I'm back. Back when it's positive. <laughs> He's wrote that down to
1: say that as well. 100%, 100% that was scripted. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, I am going to come to you first, but quickly. Um, first home win in 12. We've uh, In that time, we've scored five goals. This is a bit of Jack coming out of me here. 23 goals conceded in that time. We've not scored two goals at home since Wigan in October. Since then, it's one win in 25 in all competitions. We find ourselves 2-1 down against 10 men with 15 minutes to go. I mean, I I, I don't know about anyone else, but I wasn't in any way anticipating what was to come. Um, And then we go and win 4-2. Willick scores... Linda Dyke scored a worldie. Um, Zayas comes off the bench and runs around like a headless chicken. Uh, just things that have not been seen at Loftus Road for a long time.
3: Brad, you were there, mate. Talk us through it. So, I mean, yeah, but, you know, I echo a lot you say there. 2-1 down, the fans were going mad because um, Dyke's missed that absolute shitter. One-on-one, I don't know how he missed that. But I was sat in the rail seating or stood in the rail seating, so couldn't really see much of it till half-time, seen it on the telly. But, you know, one of them, we started OK, better team stats, procession-wise. And then the ref, I, I personally think was a QBR fan, but we'll leave that till later. <laughs> when do we have a referee like that? You know, it's, it's, it was brilliant to see the team three points at home. Play, the players, just the, the thing that annoyed me the most about the, the start of the game was we had 13 corners, I think, but just couldn't beat the first man still. That was my only negative. The first man, we can't beat the first man. It's so frustrating. The fans are so frustrated. We just couldn't beat it. Chair, pal, couldn't beat the first man. So hopefully we work on that. You know, Dyke pulls I, out just, an absolute weldy The, the corner's point, I, it felt like that's what we were
1: trying to do. I mean, I could be completely wrong, but when I was watching it, I was thinking, unless there's some sort of game plan here, I, I don't think that they're that bad. That, whatever it was, 12, 13 do not not one of them beat the first man. I, I, I don't know. That was just an observation. I, I agree with you. It's frustrating, Brad, but it, I just I thought that it, it must have been planned. I don't know.
3: Um, I mean, it was it was about time we had a bit of luck on our side, to be honest, because I'm not sure it was a second yellow for Smith's you know, challenge, but it was right in front of me as well. And Smith pulled his tongue out the fans when he went down. He obviously knew himself, but we, we need a bit of that luck, don't we? It seems like it goes against us a lot of the time. So, we needed that luck last night and the players just didn't stop. Didn't stop going. I know it was 10 men, but when we went 2-1 down, I thought we couldn't score in a month for Sundays past few weeks. So, I thought there's no way we're coming back, even with 10 men on the opposition. But the, the players kept fighting. Willick got the goal. Dyke's got an absolute weldy. So, positives. And, and I think, I was listening to Cook's interview before. I don't know if you boys listened to it, but he said, you know, just winning at home, Three, you know, three, one, two, one, to eleven. But because we're two-one down, ten men, that brings a great positive to the team. You see them all run down the line when we scored the third and the fourth goal. It was fantastic to see. And so hopefully that we just push on now, and that's it. That's the start. dunk what, what,
1: what, what? Um, at two-one, what do you think? In your opinion, watching the game,
2: was the main driver for that? last 15 minutes um i think obviously marty made the changes didn't he i feel they were positive changes as much as you can say bringing on free defenders is a positive change it was a change of shape it was getting cannon up high and wide um moving powell into centre midfield made a difference obviously playing um lakesh in the right position on the right side of the pitch you can clearly get the best out of him there well <laughs> Makes wonders when you, the players are in the right positions. <laughs> um, but like you said, like I feel the Dykes goal, the second goal um, was such an out of the blue thing. It's a typical Dykes kind of no time to think, just gets the ball, takes it down to his chest, and smashes it. That's the kind of goal Dykes is good at. The first half, when he's one on one, he's got about a minute to think about where he's going to put the ball. That's where he struggles. So I think the subs were a positive and the change in like formation, the tweak, was the big change. But Dykes actually being able to find the target is a massive difference as well.
1: Chris, I thought um, a couple of interesting points I pointed out um, just quickly before you go on was around the field sub. I thought it was a really good sub. I thought that, that I've said it in our group, that I'm taking him off and leaving Cole back on I think, was a really good decision. It pushed us up the pitch. I thought Colback's better on the ball. um. So, I thought that was a really good sub. I also thought Reggie Cannon coming on did some damage down the right and 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 it it enabled us to have a bit of... A, we had a bit of focus down both wings with Smith as well. Um, and what was your take on the game?
4: Yeah, I think you you and Dunk have made the, the perfect point. Marty knew what to do when we were 2-1 down. Yeah and they come down and they were down to 10 men um i mean he obviously he's come in as an attacking manager wants to be on the ball but he's demonstrated exactly the right things to do in that situation like the three of us were or everyone in the chat kind of were screaming for um one of the central midfielders to be replaced as soon as they had the man sent off that's a perfect opportunity to bring willick on or to bring somebody else on in a in an attacking role he did that. There was no um there was no massive delay really in kind of reacting. It wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna see how this plays out for ten, fifteen minutes. It was no, right, this is it's time to act. Bang, we're we're in here. Um and I mean we ended the game with Kenneth Powell and Ilias Chair in central midfield together. No one would have expected that, but it worked worked well. As soon as Chair came inside, he was he was on the ball a lot, kind of, Um wouldn't go as far as to say running the game, but he was very comfortable in that position. It helped us massively because then we had the line of four attackers, which Marty mentioned in his interview that he wanted, at that point in this game, he tried to do it against Bristol City. It didn't really work then. Um, but, yeah, that was, we would have taken absolutely any win possible, don't matter how it, how it happened, but, I think there'll always be an element to which a a win of that nature, i.e. a big comeback midweek, one it didn't feel as if we could do, i.e. come from behind in that manner, hopefully is the spark that we need to really push on and make home wins a more consistent part of the season, hopefully.
3: Well, I just think that, you know, listening to Marty's interview after the game as well, he, he talks, he speaks so well, doesn't he? I think we all agree on that. But he talks like he he knows the players already. He can see tiredness. He's not scared to change the formation. He's not, you know what I mean, putting power in the centre. He's not scared to do these these changes, maybe that we've not had, you know, recently. But and and you could just see that Marty's definitely a passionate bloke. You know, that's another thing Cook said at halftime. He gave them a massive, passionate talk. And he and he said he pulled Dykes to one side and gave him a talking to too. So, you know, it, uh, we're definitely going places, I, I believe, with Marty. The players look a bit more happier, but it's just one of them again, though, isn't it? We've we just got to ride the wave whilst we're on it, but it could go down quite quick because it's always QPR, isn't it? But, yeah, we'll see. Dixon Bono looked the player again, doesn't he? Really, I think he looked a player, yeah. but there was fans saying yesterday sat next to him and they don't like him. But I think he's a good player, he's
2: 22 years right. old, Brad. Mate, yeah. I completely I thought... agree with you. I've just seen Ben roll his eyes though. I think since Dixon, Dixon Bon has come it. into the team, he adds so much more to our Field that Cole back, um, Field and Dizel don't I mean, add, he, which is actually he, running he, forward, exactly. He he's actually not helps, to run he, you know, he joins the attack and he works back,
3: like Ben's shaking his head yes. at us, but
1: he had a chance yesterday. I'm i just not sold on him. I don't. I'm not saying he's bad, and and actually, do I prefer him over Dezel? I I don't know. Maybe I don't really mind. It, what he does give us his legs because he can get up and down the pitch a lot more fluid than anyone else we've got. I just think he can be really wasteful on the ball sometimes. He gave the ball away an awful lot um yesterday, um and I I think maybe there's certain games that suit him. Um, that's what I think. Um, but I. I yeah, you're right. He's, he's still fairly young, and he's and you know he's just been thrust in, really, hasn't he? Um, given he's, a lot of minutes.
3: Two, and um, got, go on, mate. he's got two experienced players there. He's playing there with though, isn't it? Coleback and Field. So that. Well, it that, yeah, he's further up the pitch, isn't he? So when he yeah. gives
1: these balls away, it's not as dangerous as it is when it's further back because he's got Coleback and. What I would worry is maybe if there was a two saying that though he he was good at Rotherham, but I don't know if that was just a and you know, first start, bit of adrenaline. I don't know. I just would just like a bit of quality from him. But maybe when he settles down a bit, that might come. So, you know, I'm not completely against him, but I just I'm not too sure he's you know the holy you know the answer <laughs> to all of our midfield issues would be my view. Chris, I don't done... know what you think, mate.
4: I think he's done yeah, very well in the in the games he's played to kind of get your position in terms of maybe the hesitance to to jump on um and say he's the best thing since sliced bread realized Duncan brad aren't exactly doing that but that's that's what we do with every any player that shows more than what the the norm we've seen do right then we suddenly put them on a pedestal um but yeah it's very positive but he's been he's been around the club for what 18 months it might honestly be longer than that
0: um
4: but there's that I then find it a bit weird that Eli never never got the opportunity but with their fitness concerns people not think he's good enough because Marty's basically gone, yeah, you're good enough to play for me, you're in, you can start like um so I think that's just a reflection of a football, right sometimes you just need a manager to like you and give you a go, and at this level, I think a lot hinges on that. A player can be can have a great season, and people think, "Oh, they're an absolute quality player." Under a different manager who doesn't fancy them, they get no opportunity, and they could end up in League One or out of contract. So, but it's positive positive signs that I wouldn't be overly discouraged about whichever sort of two from four or three from four we play in that central area, in terms of. Cole Backfield, Dezel and Dixon Bonner
1: now? One thing I did notice is is I felt our fitness levels or the way I, it, it feels different. I don't know, all the games I've watched with QPR, We don't, I, I don't ever think, oh, we look tired. We look, I, I don't know if that's because we've got the ball more or the way we're playing enables us to, you know, keep our energy for longer. But I just thought for the first time, you know, we were 2 on down, remember, as well. We've been one nil down, and we've never showed that energy in the last 15 minutes before. The amount of energy that we showed in that last 15, 20 minutes, actually pretty much, you know, most of the game was pretty decent. Um, I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but I thought that was a, a, a good observation. Um, I wanted to mention, um, Colback, I saw um, Marty's comments about him. They had a chat before the Norwich game, I think it was. Um, after proceeding him, but him not doing enough, and that he needs to be better, and that he should be one of the better defenders midfielders in the league, um, I, I thought I, honestly, I, I I didn't think he was hugely great yesterday, but I thought the last twenty minutes he came in a bit more, and, and um, and that's when he gets the ball a bit more. I don't know. I always feel like Colback when we're defending, he's 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 just a bit like a. In, bring someone down is his ultimate goal. <laughs> I've got to foul someone somewhere. Wait, wait, well, he didn't have um, had a, he had a yellow. A, a, and... He nearly had a yellow
3: every game, has
1: not he? Yeah, and it's just
3: uh,
1: uh, yeah, silly yellows and I just feel like I don't his age, maybe I don't know, he's like, getting on a bit now. Maybe he, he is better further forward. if you play him further forward, it doesn't really fit in because it means you does it? Do you know what I mean? I d I don't know how that how that works, but um I don't know. I don't know what anyone's views of Colbeck are. I just feel like I feel like because we started the season as well. Right. He scored two goals. We go forward. I feel like he's better. A bit, a bit like your was. A bit getting a bit further forward. He might be able to offer you a bit more. I don't know.
4: I think the one thing I wanted to bring about Colbeck. So the 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 chance that fell to Smith all started from so that was a corner for Stoke and Colbeck got the ball in our box. And he just took one touch and calmly played it to Chair on the left wing. Three weeks ago, that yeah. ball was getting hoofed fifty yards instantly, and that was that to me is such a small, it's a small incident. But it's such a sign of like that's how we play now. I'm going to get my head up, give it to Chair in space. Chair drove forward, attempted this outside the right foot, great ball. If it comes off, incredible. But I mean, it fell to it fell to Smith. He had less time than you think, but poor. I mean, he should have scored. Like, And it was at that point I was like, oh God, this is not going to go well because you can't miss chances like that. He just felt like that was a great bit of luck that the ball rebounded perfectly to him and slotted it in. But um, yeah, Colback did well in, in that second half at kind of against 10, like you say, getting on the ball, moving it about, knowing the right thing to do. Whereas I think Field's got a lot of qualities but that wouldn't have been one of them. He would have probably looked for the ultra safe pass, maybe taking three touches when you need two. That kind of um, that kind of element.
3: I feel like that's something Field sort of worked on because last season he was sort of like a cold back, stat yellow cards. Field doesn't seem to be getting as many now, obviously because he's sat back a bit deeper. But yeah, cold back experience yesterday, didn't he? Last night. That was a silly tackle to make. He, he he thought he was doing the right thing, but he didn't need to be making them decisions, you know. it was cover at the back. But I think a lot of his yellow cards, there's a few you questionable where he's chucked himself in and you're thinking, Why have you done that? But a lot of the chances he's just he's just using his experience and silly yellows, but these yellows all add up, you know, and sometimes he's gonna get a yellow or a red in a game that we're gonna need him. I just feel like that's Something that we don't we, we don't
2: need, you know. I think I don't think he's been using his experience in some of with some of especially some of the decisions he's been making to get booked. Like it's all seems to be dissent, a lot of it, or just like you said, diving in. Like I like I was like optimistic when he came in, thinking, okay, we've got a midfielder now who's gonna be able to run the game, should have a bit more legs than Steph did, was probably a probably a better player on the ball than Steph was. Um but I don't feel like he's really shown a lot of that. I think we've seen glimpses of it. Like Ben said, maybe when he's a bit further forward and he's got that two men behind him, he can be a bit more creative. But I feel like colback hasn't offered us anywhere near as much as a player of his, on paper, ability should be offering us. He should be dictating games and dominating games and he just isn't doing that. I
1: wonder whether it's a bit of you know,
2: the, the, the lag of what we've been through this
1: season. I don't want to blame it on Gareth Van but, you know, the way we were playing, I don't know, maybe didn't suit him and it's backed him now to try and get some form. And that's what we need with a lot of these players, right? If we've got any chance is to get some of these players in form. Brad, you were there,
3: mate. Chris Willick's goal. It's, it's, uh, that's what I mean. Unbelievable. Great finish. And that's just what he needed. You know, we were all saying that afterwards. It's exactly what he needed. He he came on. He didn't look like right when he came come on, to be honest. And then he obviously... He was a bit slow from the start and then he got that little knock, didn't he? And he was hobbling a little bit and we all were always saying to each other, Jesus, he could go off here. But and then he's off the pace. I don't know if you boys agree, even on the ball and even when he's chasing the ball, he's, he's off the pace, the, the Willet we know. But that was such a Willet goal for him to score last night and he, he put it away. But I noticed yesterday as well, him and Chair having a little bit of a tuffle on the pitch, you know, which you barely see because they're like, romance aren't they but it's good to see that they're having a bit of thing at each other but yeah it's let's just hope that it kicks Willick's season off now but it's keeping him fit it's the biggest biggest issue we're gonna have and we just gotta make sure he has the right attitude because his attitude recently's not been there has it at all. Don't know whether that's due to Rainsworth probably is. But we, we, we've also got to give a shout out to Clark Sulter. I thought when he came on he was brilliant. like a Rolls Roast him, in the back. He brilliant It was brilliant mate, was brilliant, mate oh. when he came on. And like Dunk said before, the the subs for that game and it just changed it. just changed it completely.
2: But Clark Salter, we know he's that Rolls-Royce of a defender. It's just keeping him fit. We know at this level, he's one of the best defenders in the Championship, but we need him to be playing 40 games a season, which at the minute, we're lucky if we get 20 games out of him. That's the problem.
3: You need him to be training with Barbeck, don't you?
2: <laughs> oh, I'd love to have Barbe back.
3: Well, what, but what are your views on Cook? Are you, you know, is Cook doing it for he's you? Great,
1: yeah, he's great, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was a penalty yesterday, but who cares? <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, I just I, I think he's, yeah, if we could get Clark Salter, um, and up to speed and ready with Jimmy Dunn and Fox coming in here and there, and Reggie kind of. Kakai, To be fair to him, I'm you know not his biggest fan, but last few games I hasn't put too much wrong. I don't think. Um, and um, if we get Reggie Cannon going, fit Kenneth Powell on the left, I think we'll be mm. defensively. I think we'll be all right. I think we're good enough. I mean, we will lose games, but I think we've we've got enough in, as a back with Begovic, and then you've got Field and Colback. I think that's enough. The issue is, is we just can't score enough goals. I know yesterday we did, but I mean that was a a mad 15 minutes and a penalty Um, not to say that it won't kick us going but the goals are what are going to stop us from doing anything more this season or staying up and it's just whether we can keep up with the pack enough so that in January we can bring someone in having said that I don't even know if there's any money to do that I would have thought we've got loans and I think we probably will Um, I'm adamant and still adamant that Sinclair Armstrong needs to go out on loan um, personally um. I just this stop start doesn't I don't think does him any favors in out ten minutes here twenty minutes I just don't think it does, um, but yeah we you know we've 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 got to do more going forward um, you know we haven't touched on Norwich but we played we played pretty well there um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but just, we had no cutting edge nothing you know you needed that striker when things aren't going right and aren't going well just nick you a goal
3: and we don't mm-hmm. have that anywhere. You need a Billy Sharp. He's on a free at the minute. Just bring him in. I know he's yeah. old. He can find oh. the net though, can he? But it's a bit tough. It's-
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18-plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: It's tough to say that because Dykes has scored two, so let's not be too negative on Dykes. Let's hope he pushes on now, but I can't see it.
4: In mean, Norwich, we never, like, the final third was just, just redundant. It didn't yeah. look like we were going to do anything. Although then we, like, one bit of good football at the end, and you're like... Like right. the the ball to chair, great back kill. Jimmy Dunn picks out field. You wouldn't expect your centre back to make the right decision there. He does, and you're like, if you that's where you can need that the corner.
1: that's someone who comes who comes in who could just slot that in. One all take a point that leave that that kind of strike. Do you know what I mean? Field drops to Sam Field.
4: Yeah, but I mean, well, I was, that's off the back of a corner. Basically, I feel anybody in the squad should be able to get that on target. So that was kind of like yeah. just get get that in, and we're like, great, we're up and running. Almost, I want to say it kind of might have felt like we stole a point. I didn't think Norwich were particularly good, but they scored early, and they were like, no. well, we don't oh. think you're going to score. So, um, but yesterday was much better in terms of an attacking sense. Like, created a lot more chances. Had nine shots on target. Our xG was was two point two four so basically 8.8 of that is the penalty but you take that away it's still miles better than what we've done previously um the dykes chance he has this tendency to want to when he's on the ball he wants to run round it so he can curl it with his right foot but he doesn't actually curl it he just hits it straight Mm. and he's done that because i can't remember which game it was but it was like a tighter angle was on the left hand side of the box oh, and he did exactly it, the same thing.
2: Um away, was it a away? It was definitely
4: an away game, yeah. Um I'm not gonna be able to remember Burrow? it, but no. It's obviously something he that makes him feel comfortable, but I can't remember him ever scoring that finish. Um it was telegraph
2: for the keeper though. You you literally as soon as he does it, the keeper knows exactly what he's doing. The keeper's like, he wants it on his right foot, I know exactly what he's doing, and he dives mm. bottled it.
4: Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone else giving some credit. The goal he did, goal he did score, fantastic. Um, there was a few, few instances in the first half where he got the ball in his chest, got it down, laid it out right, and that was basically similar technique in terms of the holding off the defender. But that's what we've said for ages. It's what we just need you to do, just bring other people into play, and like that's it. Hopefully that that's more confidence for him. Um, I want to credit, I think it was Dave Barton put out today. He said Dykes is now our eighth eighth highest scorer in the second division ever for for QPR. But I think think thirty one goals. Um, yeah, Dykes eighth eighth in top goal scorer list for QPR in the second tier with thirty one. Um, I mean Gavin Peacock's only a couple of couple ahead of him, Gallons four ahead um so yeah i mean it's not it's not awful um but we just need that to be him to do it more consistently i mean the penalty i was worried though he seems to have missed more than he scored recently or in the last like year has this tendency to just smash it which is fine but the last few hitting it too low but um Confident on that one. So, that's what you need. Boost to go forward and kick on to Friday.
3: There's a few players there that from last night will take a boost, though, because Smith, I thought, was excellent. It's just his final ball every time. He's got the <clears> pace. <throat> he's got the ball control. He, he can run with the ball. Uh, uh, someone said to me yesterday on the stand, he said, if he could, his final third was better and he could finish, he would be some player in this league. Well, he is some player in this league, but he could push on. You know, he just got his final third and finishing is terrible, but, he, but like that's the problem, though.
2: It, like, it's not good enough, and that's the shopping market we're in. Is that we're buying, he, that. That, he works on yeah, that. that. He's not 18, 19 anymore, he's what 24, 25 Smith now. Like, yeah. he, he just needs to
1: turn up more and do because someone like, someone like Smith, you're not going to get him every week doing a chair. You know, or turning up every week. He's one of those typical wiggers that will just turn up once a month to a couple of times a month and have a really, really good game, cause problems, goal, assist, or whatever. But he's not been doing that uh, really enough. He just needs to do that more. Um, he was good at Bristol City. He's probably our best player at Bristol City as well. So, so you know, I think he's getting there. And he had a bit of form in the first sort of 10, you know, whatever, first few games of the season. He's frustrated, but I still think he's a good. He's a good out to have. He's someone to bring on or to have out there with a bit of pace. I think he's a useful addition in the squad. I think Dykes is useful, but if he's going to be your main man, I just don't think he's going to score. He's not going to score enough goals across the season. He'll get, he scored a lot of braces, isn't he? A lot of twos here and there, and I think that. But yeah, um, Brad, Mark, Marty. Then four games in. What what
3: what are you like him? What you thinking? What, what? Well, I think to be honest, I think everyone likes him. The crowd like yesterday, even when the final whistle we were singing his name, and he the fans love him. I think he speaks well. he he's come in. he's he's definitely gave the players passion, hasn't he he's one of them who' shows them passion. I bet he's you know he's he's got big standards, high standards that he sets from the off, you know, and I think like you said yesterday was just an example. the players never gave up, and just seeing them all run down the wing. No, I just think he's going to get the better out of these players. If there's anyone, I think it, it, it's going to be him, isn't it? At the moment, he's he's doing everything right. I know he's only one one, and you know, but I I just think that he's, he's he's going to do all right, and I hope he does, and hope we push on. Any any
1: more? That?
2: Well, I think that you can just see that with the squad we've got. He he's the manager with the kind of style of play that they all want to play. I think that was the problem with Ainsworth. It was he had a lot of players who weren't what you, we, we all said were Ainsworth type of players. They want to have the ball down. They want to have a lot of the ball. People like Chair, Willock, they need to be having a lot of touches and a lot of time on the ball, a lot of power, party, passing around. And it suits a lot of our creative players, which then you get the best out of them. You win games. And I think that's what Marty's kind of gone back to. He's kind of got almost like in the same kind of mould as a Beal he's getting those attacking players he's getting them a lot of the ball and we're looking better with it like it's just he's just got getting that home wins massive we just need to like push on with it like get preston we need to get another positive result we need to get these back to back wins keep ourselves within like i don't um obviously the Huddersfield game is one one at the minute if we can keep up with them then that gives us that fighting chance does not it if we can if we're only a couple of points behind or one point behind by christmas January is massive we can then really try and push on and get ourselves out of danger
4: yeah like it feels like he's just brought so much positivity back um obviously last night massively kind of accentuates that with an actual actual home win which we haven't got for well forever um but the the interviews he, he does you want to listen to them you buy in to everything he says. So if we're buying in as fans, you definitely know the players are, I'm sure the first few or all the training sessions they do, they're more keen to they're more enjoyable for the players that we've talked about and the players that we need to get the best out of and um take it back to the position we need to be. Well firstly we need to survive but the model for the obviously a club is to generate and develop talent that you can then then sell at a decent price. You do that by playing attacking football that's what we've now got so that it helps everything so um yeah I'm sure there's um I think we've mentioned it before but I'm sure Les Ferdinand's probably sitting there looking at these results and thinking yeah well that's why he was the one I wanted to get in either when Critchley came in or after we got rid of Critchley because I wanted to continue this this pattern that um that we'd developed. Um, we went away from that, but hopefully just just do enough to keep us up. That's all. I'll take that.
3: Um, I mean, yesterday was definitely a positive. We spoke about it a lot, but we've still got a lot of work to do, right? It's mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of work to do. And I think, obviously, I know recent pods were a bit negative and we're positive tonight due to the win last night, but it could go downhill very fast you know, quite quickly. We've still got hell of a lot. He's still got a lot of work to do, and, not, and you know what I mean. He's definitely going to be that man to to give it his all and give it a go. But once do you know what I mean, we're on a sort of a downward spiral. We need to keep these players fit. We need to keep the passion there. We need to get the best out. of... Hopefully, Willick scoring yesterday. He starts. He plays a bit more, but you know he's got a big job on his hands. Um,
2: um, I think, as I say, I think one of those big jobs is trying to get the best out of Jimmy Dunn. Like, what has happened to him? Like, he was massively at fault for the Norwich goal. He just doesn't... He looks a shadow of the player that he like was and can be for us. Like, he seems to be a yeah. starting choice with Cook. I don't know whether that's because he's worried of um, Clark Salter's injury record or easing him back in. But he just... His confidence is literally in his boots. Like, he's struggling every single
4: week at the minute. He made the... Um, after the Dykes... Dykes had the ball saved, got launched forward. He made the mistake, but then let Tyrese Campbell in. Yeah. Good save, but the goal came from that. And it's just, um, yeah, it's one of those where we said this about Dicky when he was playing really poorly. You need to take him out at that point. We didn't have anybody who could replace Dicky. If it's a big if, Clark Sorey is fit enough, then he comes in because you need to. Um, Dunn's not in. He's not doing it. And we can't afford to to have that. Um, is, if is, if he's, he's playing with got... someone really quick next to him, the person can possibly get him out of trouble. Steve Cook's not quick enough to do that. So um...
1: he's, um, I think he's. I like Jimmy Dunn. I like him, and I like. But I think again, I think he's got he's something to add to the squad. And there's games that will suit him. But I do, I'm not too sure he suits this style of play with all at your feet and and um very much an Ainsworth centre back from what I can see, like, he's not great with the ball at his feet, is he? That, that's why I think Clark Salter was looked really good when he came on because he was much more controlled when he got the ball. He was just, you know, just 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 knocking it on. Whereas Jimmy Dunn, it feels like a hot potato when he's got it. He's like did you see when he was running up. He was in the first ten minutes, he was like through a goal nearly, he didn't they? What
3: he Yeah, but then him. he passed, he put it left.
1: He should have just hit it. Know. So, yeah. I, you know, you're right, Chris, actually. I think it's a good time to take him out for Preston. Give him a, you know, get the heat off him for a little bit. You know, let's play a couple of games. And then you know, there'll be games where where he'll, he can come in, I reckon. He might be better suited. Not sure. Um, quickly want to mention a shout out to the mashup shirt. I'm not very fond talking about that.
3: What was that about? I don't even, did, any, did you see one on Saturday, Brad? No, I didn't, yesterday. I didn't see one though, but I, I was thinking when I looked at it, surely not many people are going to buy this. But the club have put out that it's sold out. I, I, it was surprised me. You know what I mean? Did they make 20, 30? But, <laughs> Five? I was, it, they, they should have just used three or four kits. Why have they done so many? I don't get it. it if
4: stupid. you've bought the shirt, can you please tweet the pod? But I want to see a picture of you in the shirt as proof. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, please do. I get, I get the concept. It's this new, like, it's a new fashion thing for loads of clubs to do. But if you're gonna do it, use the. So if like, if you're taking a bottom left part of the pink shirt, for example, take that actual bit and put it bottom left. Like, using other parts of the shirt in the wrong place, like the, that doesn't, that didn't make sense to me. I mean, yeah, it was uh, horrific. (laughs) I mean did, I was gonna say
1: twenty-one. like did they was there any consultation that <laughs> annoys me? Like did it must have spoke what QPR fans did they speak to? And they went, Look, we've got this idea, we're gonna mash this shirt up. It's a bit all over yeah. the place, but we think fans will like it. And and the fans gone, brilliant, sell it, put it out <laughs> there.
2: Maybe they were colour blind. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, maybe, I'm sure maybe, that, we,
3: yeah. that, that That's not something you will see at a game. No chance. That'll be... Uh, shirt, 100% that'll mate, be, you're going
2: to see someone there with it, wearing, wearing it.
3: No way. That'll be shirt collectors on a wall. You won't wear that to a game. No way. Don't oh. let fool you. It
2: was in his basket,
3: right?
1: It was in his basket. <laughs> it, it, it was in discount. my
2: basket because I was going to buy it for our fantasy football league for the loser at the end of the season. <laughs> Has to wear it for like the whole entire summer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why you've started losing on it, haven't you? So you can have it. Uh, wait, I am
2: am absolutely flying up there. You were the bottom of the league, weren't you? <laughs> you were I want problems. a bit of a run,
1: mate. Nah, <laughs> I want a bit of a run. Jack's bottom, the stat man. He obviously doesn't know anything about fantasy football. Um, <laughs> all right, lads, quick one. A quick shout out to um, Terry Venables. Obviously, oh, unfortunately, passed away this week. Um, yeah, just rest in peace. I mean, some of the stats as a manager, I mean, obviously, they were before our time. On the pod, but I don't think we could go without sort of you know, um, saying something. Um, we won eighty nine games out of one hundred seventy. he won eighty nine matches out of one hundred seventy nine games, which, considering where we are now, is pretty incredible. Um, you know, only player to win promotion as a player and a manager. I mean, you know, I've never seen him play, but I'm told he was an excellent football player as well. So yeah, look, club legend, and obviously winning yesterday as Marty said, was was a good send-off for him. So, yeah, just thought I'd mention that. Uh, but we'll move on. Preston? Brad, what, what, are, you, what are you thinking? For, it's only in a couple of days, was it?
3: Yeah, well, I days. think we've... Well, all the players are going to go with the head tie, aren't they, after the performance last night. It, if, if they don't, you know, if it's bad the first 20 minutes, fans are going to go mad. But we've got to give a shout-out to the attendance for the fans away from home. It's been fantastic this season hasn't it? Fans are going more and more which is great to see but I I just think that we've just got to come out in the first 20 minutes massive get, get a goal hopefully kick Dykes Dykes gets an early goal and, you know what I mean but yeah it'd be interesting to see what team he's going to go for What changes would you make Brad? Bring Willick in bring Willick in I think he'll bring Willick in um, like you said Clark Salt will come in if he's fit Dunn will Dumb will drop out. And other than that, there's not really much else you could bring in, is there?
4: Who would you drop for Willet?
3: I don't know, you can't drop Smith, but you can't drop Cherry mm-hmm. either. Yeah. <laughs> That's the pro- unless unless you go attack it and lose Colback or do you know what I mean? Field one of them, but he's not gonna do that away from home. It's only Smith you could really replace, but he could either take Colback or Field. He'll leave Field on, wouldn't he? So Colback could come off. And the ego's attacking yeah. Willock chair.
2: Wow. I think it's bringing Smith on for the last 30 minutes against a tired Preston defence with a pace could be a, like a good little tactic, if, depending if if Wislock, as long as we're still in the game. Start Willock, cause uh, her defender some problems, something to think about, and then having a completely different like option with Smith coming on in the second half. It's a way, it's a possible change. Chair's obviously played a lot of football, could
4: rest him. For Willock, uh, it's He had his rest when him? he got suspended, mate. Mr no, Fitness he isn't. He, he has not played. No, like, he's I, he's I too fit to play every game.
3: Maybe Willock won't start, but I, I don't know. I think just look, he's been on a positive coming on and scoring. You've just got to play him to see if we can keep getting wow. the best out of him. Mm. Putting him back on the bench is putting him back to where he was. So, yeah. as, as a manager, point, looking down on it. But, you know, Preston have just lost 4-0, haven't they, to Borough? So, their head to be down and I head to be up. So...
4: They lost four nil at the out. weekend they lost they lost two, two one to Cardiff, conceding Cardiff. both goals after the 90 second minute. This is um if you're if the if roles are reversed and we're that's QPR, we're going right 20 minutes, just keep it tight, like get yourself in the game, don't do anything silly. So that's yeah, you, you think you're spot on, Brad. Like we've got to take the game to them in that first period, be like, right, we're gonna dominate the ball, we're gonna try and get on top of you here. Um get something but it's a Friday night game on Sky I'm sure Jack or somebody else will come out with a stat I can't tell you the last it doesn't feel like we ever win those games
3: nah, um, you're right.
4: someone might surprise me but yeah we will
3: um, I mean we didn't really we haven't really spoke just before we we haven't really spoke about obviously Kelman looked all right when he come on as well is he going to be using him a bit more if Dykes is not doing the biz
2: Bit of, yeah, a bit, of, bit of energy, but... Kelman's Chris' man. Should... Chris reckons he's going to get, what, eight goals by the end of the season?
4: Uh I think I said maybe eight starts, which now I'm like, I'm <laughs> mm, not too sure anymore. <laughs> I think he has he has a role to play in terms of... Yeah, I think Ben's just said it, coming off the bench and giving a bit of energy, giving us somebody else who's going to be in and around the box. Um on that note, that is something I wrote down very briefly. So for the Dykes goal, um, obviously not his penalty, the other goal. At that point, we had four men in the box. When Willick scored the final goal of the game, we had five men in the box. That was not happening weeks ago. Be lucky to have two men in the box. Um, So that shows, I think that maybe supports your fitness point, Ben, that yeah. more people are kind of getting up and down and that we're going no people can be in advanced positions and they can get in and around um yeah as ever i mean maybe maybe galvan would be lucky to get one goal but if he can come on and show some energy it was him harry and gooch um that led to the willock break and the fourth goal that stuff wouldn't have a lot of other managers would have been like right literally everybody behind the ball defense you can sit on your 18 yard line for these last few minutes and that's the complete opposite of what we would have wanted. Like, how nervy would have that been? Instead, we were like, actually, press Harry them around those areas and on the ball back did well. That's forward, forward that, defence
1: sometimes is attack, right? Because that, that if you put your full backs up, someone's got to mark them. They've got to come back. And if you can do it right and do it in the right times, and it can be really effective. Um, so keeping them back sometimes does the complete opposite to what you're thinking it's doing because they're... they're Wingers are right, further forward. Do you know what I mean? So, I think it's just it's just the differences. Marty knowing when those op- when to do those things and when to sit back, which is obviously what I don't think was the case before. Yeah. Was didn't feel like any in-game management or knowing when to do
2: or change it. So, you say um, that Marty's tactically astute and potentially a previous would, manager was. I wouldn't
1: say astute. <laughs> I would say he has an awareness. Is that alright? I'd say he knows. Yeah. I think he knows what he's doing. He's got a bit, you know, which which is a good step forward, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah? I well, uh, like to see Reggie Cannon end. get some minutes as well. I'd like to see him start again. Yes. I think Reggie Cannon looks like a really good player. Definitely seems like we're just want to get him starting more games. Hmm. He, 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 I thought he looked good when he came on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Predictions then,
3: Brad, what do you reckon? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 2-1. It's Preston. two one. Press press negative. I oh, know I had to. I just I could see oh, I could see I was going one nil up and bottling it. I just
2: Here we go, he's positive take hey, on Doug, what are you said? Three 0 QPR. Nil. Dykes hat trick.
4: <laughs> yes. That's
2: it. I think Dykes, Dykes hits purple patches. I think this is it. I think he's gonna score a couple more goals at the, on Friday night, hoping a hat-trick, and
4: uh, that's another three points.
2: Come if he on. scores
4: two goals on Sky, he could be off, we could be selling him for big money in January. Exactly. Then what yeah, would I we hope. do?
3: Oh, well, this again, we thought <laughs> that about Dickie with all sorts. <laughs> Dickie got
1: the player of the month at Bristol City, same, same as the Dieng. <laughs>
3: I've got, got a bloke at work with Bristol City fan, and he said, thank you very much. He said he's been brilliant since he's gone there.
1: Yeah, but you know, yeah, but if he had stayed, there's no way he would be this, you know, this form. Would he, he had to leave um, yeah. anyway? Um Chris, did you say? Did you say a score, mate?
4: No, I'll go for one-one though. One-one. Um, yeah. What are you going for?
1: I will go one-nil. UPR. Yeah, I know. Yes. It's crazy. Feel it. I'm feeling it. I hope so, because that means you'll keep your phone on for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. But the good thing is, do not ruin my Saturday. When we're playing on a Friday, I was thinking, doesn't ruin the Saturday now. So I can, you know, be free. Free, you know, free is bad. <laughs> anyway, any anything else, lads? Any area Anything you want to touch on? We covered everything.
3: Nah, just looking forward to the big guests we've got coming up next week.
1: Yes, we've got a couple of big guests coming up, so stay tuned for that. Um, cool. All right, lads. Well, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening and um, enjoy the win. And um, we'll see you again next week. You
4: Cheers, are. All. You are's. You are's.